0: Hey, that's not rubbish.
1: Hey guys, it's Lexi, a big circular and upcycled fashion groupie and I'm here with Miss Laura aka City Girl Beach Bum on Instagram. Hello. Hey. So we're gonna dive into Laura's early days, gain some insight on how and where to start upcycling and some tricks and tips for anyone interested in starting. Maybe, I don't know. But before we explore City Girl Beach Bum's story, her nostalgic, playful brand, and gain some insight in the art of starting, here's some good news for today. So the Olympics are set to start in a year from t- from now, July 2024 in Paris. Are you going, Laura? You got your tickets? Oh, I wish. <laughs> Same, but maybe next Maybe yeah. next, 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 next year. Yeah, it know. sounds amazing. But well, for those who are going, they will be sitting on chairs made of plastic recycled from local bins. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. That's nice. how cool is that? How many chairs do they have to make? That's the real question. Isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a lot of chairs.
1: It's a <laughs> lot of chairs, but that's a lot of plastic okay. recycled. So shout out Paris. <laughs> It was actually due to a shortage of new materials. Yikes! But I mean, it is a step in a greater initiative that they have started to reduce the environmental footprint of Olympic Games altogether. So I'll take it. Yeah. 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 It's good you're not making that much new plastic. No, I mean I can even imagine how much materials they go through every year. Right? All the people, all the like food they buy, like just everything that goes with it. A lot, yeah. All those water bottles do water bottles don't even get me started, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, well, Miss Laura, a key characteristic to your brand, you know, is the materials you use. I would say they're very unique, they have graphics of all of our favorite animated movies and shows growing up. You know, you got the goosebumps shorts, which is my personal favorite. You got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I put in my story actually, but uh, the Looney Tunes, you know, 101 Dalmatians, you have a lot, Mickey Mouse. So, I mean, obviously, I have to ask, were you yourself a Disney, Nickelodeon, or Cartoon Network kid? Disney. Good Disney, we didn't have cable,
0: so, yeah, it was just, you know, I, I didn't have Nickelodeon. When yeah, I was I mean, a little I'm a little older. So when I was a little older, my brother, my younger brother started watching um, SpongeBob and I think that's going to be Nickelodeon. Right? Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Um, so I like, I like SpongeBob because he liked SpongeBob. Like I was 16, he was eight, you know, so they had right. Nickelodeon by then, I guess, but
1: I was a little too old for SpongeBob when I was 16 <laughs> that's <laughs> but, fair no I, I I will watch it sometimes now I have one friend shout out Ariana she's obsessed with Spongebob like she'll binge watch it like people are either binge watching like I don't know like The Office or like Breaking Bad or like those more like sophisticated shows but oh she loves Spongebob I, she is I SpongeBob. Binge watch Daria which one I found some Daria sheets oh man yeah, I haven't watched Daria, but I, I can picture her. I just her face I can relate to. It. Like she's got like this consistent eye roll, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. they're always just rolled.
1: Yeah. And Jane. They're all, her eyes are always rolled too.
0: I know, yeah. And then sometimes it'll be, you know, something that I don't necessarily love, but I always like when I'm making something, I'm kind of thinking, okay, who is this for? And will it find them, you know, how am I going to bring them to this? And so, you know, like, um, I'm not, I, I'm not super into power rangers, but I know people love it. So I want to make somebody that dress
1: that they're going to love so much. Speak to their inner child. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I wasn't a big power rangers girl either, but they were kind of cool. Like their way they dress, like just the concept, maybe I'll yeah. revisit <laughs> yeah. Well, and the pink one was on Felicity. Oh, she's sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah. She was the coolest one, easily. Yeah. Also, my brother was also into Power Rangers, but I liked Felicity,
1: and she could sing and play guitar, so I thought she was so rad. Oh, that's so cool. I, these are like—it's crazy when you watch like older too. Like, there's so many things you miss. Like to me, she's just the pink one, but like I, she's more than that. She's she's layers. So <laughs> She's
0: layered. She's a whole person. She's not just the pink Power Ranger.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I am kind of a fake 90s kid. Like, my birthday, I was born December 28th, 1999. It's so like the last three days of the 90s. So yeah. I, yeah, I'm a cheater. <laughs> but I mean, like, what? you 90s, baby. <laughs> You're a <laughs> 90s. <laughs> At 90s. At least I made the cut. I still milk it. Yeah yeah you can say it you can say you're a 90s baby I wore scrunchies <laughs> well
0: and scrunchies are back
1: so <laughs> they yeah. are that's actually what I wanted to talk to you about was um so you're a better 90s kid than I am I'll give it to you what were some of your favorite like pieces as a teenager or kid in the 90s hey okay, the first thing that pops to my
0: mind in the 90s like kind of earlier 90s, everyone was wearing jeans that didn't have the waistband, that had just fringe around, nice. you know, around the waistband. And I had a pair of those that I wore with this plaid bodysuit that I got at Gadzooks. And I thought this outfit, I mean, this outfit was cool. If I had it now, it I, would totally, cool. yeah, I would totally wear it. Yeah, the bodysuit, the fringe jeans, should make some of those
1: jeans. Yeah, the how that we're talking about it. I'll yeah, that. I'll that's a great that. upcycle. It sounds cool. Why haven't I seen these? I actually, if my
0: video um on here was working, I have um. Well, you'll see them on the thing. I'll grab them, but I have some right here. <laughs> yeah, show us. Yeah, um, <clears> throat> throat> not the names. but. I'm holding them up so you can see them later on my phone.
1: They look beautiful.
0: <laughs> They're gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll see what I'm talking about. It's yeah. Kind of killing me. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first thing that pops into my mind for the 90s is those jeans and the bodysuits.
1: Do you like feel like the, the Y2K comeback truly captures what it was like back then? Or do you think it's like kind of like taking the best? Or like
0: one thing that it does. That really kind of makes me laugh is that um, some of the things that the people in their early 20s now are recreating are not what the younger people were wearing. It's more like what our moms were wearing. You hear that? Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) And so when I see it, it kind of, um, I'm like, ooh, yeah, no, that's not. Like that's, you wouldn't have seen Jennifer Aniston wearing that. Jennifer Aniston's mom would have been wearing that. Like what? (laughs) Give an example. Um, like, um, and I mean, honestly now I think they're cute, but, um, those, it's like a t-shirt with a print that's kind of almost a faux patchwork and it's all pastel and like crooked layered with little writing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I don't remember. I, I know Ed Hardy's like super cool now but Mm -hmm. we the younger people didn't we weren't into Ed Hardy if if I'm remembering correctly maybe I'm wrong maybe it's just um what's the word I'm looking
1: for local mainstream like it wasn't mainstream maybe some people were wearing it but he wasn't as big as he is now right or niche back then also maybe it's maybe it's just where I
0: was you know maybe yeah You know, where I lived and the people I ran around with weren't wearing that and other people, other places were. But I have always watched a lot of TV, so I didn't see it there either.
1: Yeah, so I guess let's dive into your story and how all of this has transitioned into like your brand. Because I mean, your brand is super revolved around the patterns, like we talked about, like the nostalgic characters that we remember, like Mickey, the Dalmatians, like we talked about. So like how how did you get into that? How did you pick this? Like why do you gravitate to them so much? Well I am just
0: kind of a treasure hunter. So I'm going out to the thrift stores and I'm looking for cool vintage sheets and if I find something like that or at the bins or um, like a yard sale like that's so exciting to me. Like I'm My favorite one I've ever found is the, cat. I had a Cabbage Patch Kids sheet from 1983 that I found at, there's this local vintage store that does a backyard sale, and so they just pile everything up, but they pile everything on top of sheets, and so everyone else is digging through the clothes piles on the sheets, and I'm going around pulling the sheets out from under the piles. (laughs) And I found Harley Davidson. I found some Mickey Mouse. I found the Couch Patch Kid sheets that day. So they're all just kind of like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> I'm like, don't I'm worry like, about
1: you, it.
0: Yeah, you take that. I don't need those Carhartt jackets. Yeah, you do you. I'll do me. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's not, for me, it's not really just the cartoons. I really... Like, there's certain things I'd like to see more of just in fashion in general. I don't see why people don't do more, like, why color blocking isn't more everywhere. Like, if every clothing item was color blocked, I would be so happy. Big color girl over here, so me too. Yeah, I love color block. I love, you know, uniquely, like, painted things that it's like, even if it's a mess, I just one of a
1: kind yeah
0: yeah give me everything one of a kind
1: yeah that no that your brand is definitely one of a kind it's really cool to see how you've transformed our childhood into outfits that we can wear now and even if you don't mean to like that's fun I know that when I go through shopping there's a huge sheet selection like there are so many sheets and bedding And I go there even though there's not much I can really do with them because I'm not the best sewer. Like I've said, it's so embarrassing every time I say that, but whatever. But if I could, I would go to the sheet section too, girl. So nice. Would you recommend that for a lot of people that are starting upcycling? Definitely.
0: Definitely the sheets and also just um, cut them up, sew them back together. um, Really work on... um, well like you just said the sewing like not even like sewing it perfectly or neatly but actually finishing it so that it's not going to fall apart
1: that's the goal
0: yeah yeah Yeah. the main thing I think is like just really finishing all of your seams yeah it's not just gonna fray what
1: I mean let's dig deeper into some like sewing 101 tricks like what are other good materials to start with? What are some harder materials to work with?
0: Definitely anything slick is gonna be hard to, harder to work with. Anything stretch is gonna be a little bit harder, but I honestly really like like t-shirt fabric. I kind of like the weird crinkle and stretch that you get even when it's not intentional and there's just this like weird bunched part to me yeah. that makes it more unique as long as I know it's going to stay. My biggest advice would be just to um, test everything. Because I mean, I really love mixing my fabrics and using different kinds of fabrics on everything. And if you can just test, like if you're going to use a jersey with a lace, you know, have a little piece of it and play around with it for a little while on your sewing machine before you put your precious project into the sewing machine.
1: Yeah. No, that's so a hundred percent true. If you did not hear that, test your materials. There are so yeah. many times where I have had I have sewed before to clarify. There's <laughs> there are so many times where I've gotten my idea down. I've gotten my everything cut and ready to go. Got my sewing machine ready to showing sewing machine ready to go, which is a process in itself. And it just kerplunks the, the the needle doesn't yeah. the fabric. It just doesn't work. And maybe that's why I didn't have a good experience. So that'll save you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. definitely for starting out, maybe just find one, like that's where the sheets come in because most of them are just a cotton poly blend and there's no stretch and you can just use that one kind of fabric and just get used to it and then start. Make, I mean, that's not what I did. I was just sewing whatever I had to sew, but I mean, you have to change the settings and everything for each different type of fabric. So it can really make you crazy.
1: 100%. But honestly, like when you think about like a sheet, is just a giant piece of fabric. Oh yeah. If you're sewing things from scratch, you're going to a fabric store and buying a giant piece of fabric. Exactly. Not just go to the thrift store and buy that giant piece of fabric. Yeah. And you'll find stuff that you didn't think of. Yeah. Like you said, you were finding all these fun patterns and it was a complete accident.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just go in. When I go to the thrift store, I try to just go with a completely open mind and just let things catch my eye and see what happens.
1: I think that's a that's a good tip for anyone that is looking to get into upcycling or is already making clothing but not necessarily out of pre-selected materials or pre-used materials anytime next time you make something or you don't know what to make you can just go to the thrift store and get some inspiration let the materials choose you yeah exactly
0: exactly yeah. you'll find some magic I think on every thrift trip if you have a completely open mind just believe yeah manifest <laughs> manifest your
1: while we're talking about materials, where are some other places you get your materials?
0: Um, I have the, I'm like stumbling over my words here, but eBay. <laughs> oh, okay. Just pop out. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. eBay. eBay. <laughs> eBay. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, I really love Garfield. So, yeah, once I got to where I had a little more confidence in my sewing and my dressmaking, I was like, I'm going to get on eBay and I'm going to find some Garfield. And I found this really cool rainbow Garfield sheet and I love it. And I used it and I sold that dress and then I made, I custom made the same one to the best of my ability for another um, customer And now I still have some left, so I can like piece it onto other things, make some tote bags. That's fun. Yeah, eBay. I bought um, some Frankenstein's monster from um, Audrey in Kansas. She's um, somewhat odd on Depop, but she's
1: Audrey from Kansas.
0: Yeah.
1: She's super (laughs) rad
0: and she finds all this funky stuff. And she posted this, she found it at her Goodwill bins. And I was like, Are you gonna use that or sell that or what? And
1: I just got it a few days ago. It's exciting. You sound like me and my friends are like eating their food. Like, are you gonna finish (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like that with their food too.
0: (laughs) It's more like right when they get it. And I'm like, wanna trade bites? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that's, a, and drive, that's a good please. tip though. Like if if the whole treasure hunt thing turns you off and you just want to cut to the chit chat, but you still want to get ethical with it, go on fucking eBay, save the yes. gift get it delivered. Yeah. eBay,
0: send it right to your door. Um I've been really into Rick Rack lately. So yeah, I found some on eBay. I had some from a thrift store, I used it all, and then I was like, I want Rick Rack in every color. So I bought a big bundle of it on eBay, a bunch of ribbon. Ribbons are really in right now. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm really into the ribbon. And I like that because I feel like it's kind of a new thing. Like it will remind people one day of 2023 instead of being so much, oh, that's 90s or oh, that's Y2K. k like, I feel like that's kind of something that we're creating now, a style that's buzzing around
1: be remembered it's been a good yeah a few of our own things from our this little time I would also say going back to the t-shirt thing or just other ways to find materials is don't be afraid to ask family and friends that's kind of what I've been doing and it's helped me a lot with maybe where some materials or the graphics on them don't really matter um you're cutting them up anyways or like you're using the backs of them or you're collaging yeah I love that well um when I mostly did jewelry I had um
0: a lot of people would just bring me just like piles of their broken jewelry and I mean I still have tons of them and I use it I make stuff it's fun no seriously
1: once the word gets out that you're like crap then like you're gonna have people just, just sending all their like things that they don't want anymore to you
0: (laughs) yeah almost too much sometimes I have to be like I'm not accepting any donations right now (laughs)
1: yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, we're full we're full right now
1: (laughs) no because fabric hoarding is a thing in itself like mad respect to our fabric hoarders I am one of them I don't even sew that much and I just have two whole boxes of fabrics just waiting for me to find them under my bed but any good yeah. stuff? What do you, what do you have under there? <laughs> Honestly, my, well, when I was starting my Depop, like we'll, we'll get into it, like reselling and everything. um, I had a lot of people that asked me if I could like resell their clothes or my family, friends or neighbors that are just like, I don't want this clothes anymore. Like do what you want with it. Like I'll try to sell them if they are like some good brands and stuff. But the other stuff, yeah, I've just kind of been keeping around if I think that no one's really going to buy it in a thrift store because it just doesn't really have that kind of value anymore. Then I'll just keep it and wait for me.
0: (laughs) Wait for the inspiration moment. Yeah. That happens sometimes. And then you're like, wow, I've had this for three years and today's the day. Oh, where did the time go? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like today I'm going to cut into this. (laughs) Or sometimes you have something that is kind of already a treasure And so you're waiting for that light bulb moment. Exactly. I'm like, I'm looking at some sheets right now that I've been waiting for the light bulb moment. It's just like a seventies floral sheet. I have tons of it. I don't know why I feel like I need that light bulb moment. I need to just get the scissors out. Because you see her full potential
1: and you're just waiting for it to see you. (laughs) Right. I, I mean, I have so much of it. It could be like a whole line. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah, let that be. Yeah, because yeah, it'd be cool if it was like a consecutive kind of thing or even like a set or. There's definitely enough to make a shirt, a couple dresses, a bag. So I guess, yeah, if you're looking another thing when you're looking to get into creating garments, prepare for the life of fabric recording.
0: Yeah, totally. And also scrap hoarding.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I mean, if you're if you're upcycling like zero waste you don't want to waste the scraps and then if you love thrift shopping so much like you can't you can't not buy the things that you see sometimes yeah to so get them and there's only one because they're one of a kind so i wind
0: up trying to make like little pillows out of them or like um i made um like yoga pads to go under my knees if you're going to do like low lunges and stuff on the hard (laughs) floor. (laughs) Just just when the time comes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, just use that scrap fabric for it. (laughs) (laughs) Making for your friends too, because it doesn't actually take very much
1: (laughs) to make one. (laughs) What are some other, what are some things you wish you'd known when you first started taking up sewing oh that's a good question
0: <laughs>
1: I need to know <laughs> myself asking for a friend asking for a friend
0: um well I definitely wish like what I was saying before about finishing the seams like I made myself this really cute color block wrap top that fits me perfectly I love it but I didn't finish the seams are the um yeah I didn't finish the edges mm-hmm. and I also didn't leave enough room to finish the edges. So, now I just have to be really careful with it. So, I mean, that is I mean, that is my number one is just finish everything cuz mm-hmm. and press press press, press everyone press, always press. Yes, everyone says it. It's actually going to make your life so much easier if you do it. It's like, you know, sometimes you're being lazy to try to make something easier for yourself and you're actually making it harder. Yeah, that is pressing. Mm-hmm. pressing like your project will come out 60 percent better if you press the whole 90 percent, 95 percent better if you press the whole time. Even like Jersey laces like, you know, use a low setting, but everything. But also. And this is a tough one, and I'm definitely guilty of like my style really bouncing around because. I'm just like in a constant state of identity crisis, which is partially why I love thrifting so much. <laughs> yeah, really? out who I am, but like, it's really good to like, if you're, especially if you're going to want to be a brand and sell your products, like pick a thing and do it okay. instead of doing it and then figuring out what you want to do. Like, I feel like I'm just now figuring out what I want to do. But I wish that I had really sat down thought about it. Yeah, you do a lot of
1: dresses. Yeah, I think you definitely have a niche. And I think that's what makes your brand really special. So that's a really good takeaway is to to narrow things down. Don't get overwhelmed by all the styles that are out there and just do what you're drawn to.
0: Yeah, yeah. You really um, gave that a good vocabulary. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, thanks.
1: (laughs) You did. (laughs) that's what I meant. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, I mean, like we can't compete with the fast fashion brands anyways. They're just pumping out and keeping up with all the trends. They're going to, people are going to like your stuff no matter what you'll find the right audience. And there really is no point in competing with everything that's going on.
0: No. And styles do come back around. So exactly. You don't have to change that much. You can just keep doing what you're doing and what you're into is going to, and it's, the cycle is shortening too. So like it used to be 20 years, but now I think it's more like two, you know, that it'll be, it'll be back. A hundred percent. We're going to see skinny jeans tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten rid of mine because I know they're going to be back. Exactly. They're under
1: my bed too. Just waiting. So Laura, you essentially started out by finding like just coming across fun sheets at the thrift store and getting inspired by them. How did you go about selling them? Like where, once you made them, we want to get them out there. Where did you go to do that? Well,
0: by the time I was making and selling my dresses, I already had a pretty good following on Depop. Oh, Yeah. I got into Depop. Um, kind of at the beginning not the beginning beginning but when I started using it in Dallas nobody knew what it was Mm -hmm. yet Um, so like if you talk to anybody that started at the beginning with Depop it was really easy to pick up followers but I started I mean I always thrifted a lot so I was just thrifting and you know you don't want to try I personally, especially with jeans, I don't want to try them on until I've taken them home and washed them. Mm -hmm. So mostly I started out just selling the jeans that didn't fit me. You know, I'd go, I'd spend 20, $30 on jeans, maybe hopefully one pair would fit me. And then I would just list the rest of them. And so I already had a pretty good following on Depop. Um, And so I just started kind of mixing in um the upcycling a lot of before I was um doing the dresses I was already doing a lot of like painted items and um you know what is it relief dyeing when you and that's like the nice way to say bleach (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I was doing like tie-dye bleach stuff and um you know, just stuff like that. And um, then when the pandemic hit, my friend gave me her sewing machine because I needed to keep listing stuff, but the thrift stores were closed. So she's like, you know, now you can make some things. And so I just kind of full force started doing that, which was also a great time for Depop because you couldn't shop in the stores. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So the timing was really great
1: worked out perfectly
0: (laughs) yeah I think now if I was going to start if I was going to start from scratch now I would probably um be more market focused okay because yeah I think people really love going to flea markets and looking at stuff and digging through stuff and one of a kind is better than anything
1: Uh it seems like real life is no i agree and i think those are two really good places to start is like depop and flea markets i know you have to like buy a booth i think most of the time but even etsy i don't know how you feel about etsy but it seems like if you're don't know where to find upcycling etsy and flea markets and depop are going to be the three places to go
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have an Etsy page, and Etsy has done me well sometimes. It's not as consistent as Depop, but cross listing is, I mean, it's copy and paste.
1: Yeah, and Depop's more specific to like Etsy has a lot of different crafts. There's so much stuff on Etsy, and Depop has done a really good job of like marking themselves to the audience that would be interested in it and like the styles that are on it. I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of Depop. We'll have to do a deep dive on Depop one day.
0: Yeah, I can, a lot to say about Depop, but it's changed so much in the last year. Yeah. They've completely reform, because Etsy bought them. No way. Yeah, yeah, they're owned by Etsy now, oh, and it was supposed yeah. to be super hands-off, but from my perspective, it, it has not been. It seems like they've completely reformatted since Etsy bought them. Lots of things I don't like about Depop, so... I'll have that's why I want to do deep top deep yeah bottom. we could do a depop dirt, a depop dirt episode
1: yeah we'll have to <laughs> lots of pros and cons they're a bit greedy sometimes but in the end of the day like it's nice to have somebody I don't even know that these aren't really their intentions I don't think their intentions were to bring circular fashion mainstream but they are doing it so I yeah I appreciate them for that yeah I agree yeah okay so thanks for the insight Laura just yeah. to wrap things up Tell us about where you are now. Where is City Girl Beach Bum going? Actually, tell us how you got your name. Because I, I love it. City Girl Beach Bum. Mm-hmm. I like oh, you type. do? You like it? Oh, I that's it.
0: good. Sometimes I think about changing it. Um, oh, you can't.
1: <laughs> you, it, you can't.
0: I was... Um, there's a neighborhood in Dallas called Deep Ellum. And it is right outside of downtown Dallas. And it's always been you know, punks, and musicians, and artists, and it's a little different now, but it, it cycles. Um, but I was working at that at a cafe in Deep Ellum, and I wanted to start making jewelry, and I was just finding like broken pieces of brake lights and using that as like the stone. Uh-huh. And so to me, like a beach bum is gonna make jewelry out of seas- seashells, you know? Uh- but I'm a city girl. So <laughs> I was kind of saw myself as a city girl beach bum, just making stuff out of what I could find. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to do now in the going forward, um, I just really want to focus. You know, I've always been scattered, I've always been all over the place, but I really just kind of only want to do the upcycling now and just be completely focused. Like stop worrying about the jewelry, stop worrying about selling vintage, stop worrying about all that. And just every day think, what am I going to sew up, cut up and sew back together today? You know,
1: that's great. Your brand deserves it. It's doing great. I'm excited to see where it goes. Thanks. I encourage everyone to go check out City Girl Beach Bum on Instagram and just take a trip down memory lane, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, it's very cool. Thank you. I think especially if you're a teacher i think it'd be so cute if you were a teacher and you wore city girl beach bum yes yeah i completely agree with that that would be very cute yeah it would be fun i would love if my teacher wore that kind of stuff well, well thank you for having me thanks so much laura you're awesome yeah i, I had a lot of fun talking to you the time really flies i'm uh, sorry <laughs> but <laughs> thanks for your time and i look forward to seeing what comes next and, the, and what you decide to do with that stack of sheets that you've been staring at
0: yeah, I can see them right now. So
1: oh. Perfect. cool. Well wow. <laughs>